thought I was going to have to introduce myself, so I guess I'll just do it again. Um, my name is Morgan Brown, and like Pastor Greg said, I'm a senior at Chippewa, and I've been going to the church for a long time now, and I am so excited to be here with you guys today. And obviously, we're all here just um, to start like fundraising for camp, and um, I thought I would tell you guys a little bit about like how our camp runs and why it's absolutely the best time of the year. Um, so during camp, that's when like all the foundations are made, all the foundations for friendships, our relationship with God, and it's all carried out basically at camp, and then we just build on that um, throughout the year, and it is honestly just one of the most amazing times. So many people meet God for the first time. So many people dive deeper into their relationships, and it is just like, oh, it's the best time of the year. Like once May comes around, we're all like, oh my gosh, it's camp, and we get so excited. Um, so, you know, like Pastor Greg was saying, like I was sort of surprised that he was serious when he wanted me to do this sermon, and so like I had, I was going through all my notes and I was going through like what exactly I thought I should do and I was like, oh, like I don't know. So I started talking with Pastor Greg and I started talking with my dad and you know, they were able to help me connect the dots to a lot of what like the sermon today is. Um, and it has just been just really amazing to put this all together. So um, what I decided on um, was the story that's in a few of the gospels and it's about that woman who reached out um, to touch Jesus for healing, and she was so desperate for that touch. She, she was so desperate for healing, and she took that single mustard seed of faith and just reached out and reached out for healing. And um, and you know she reached and she received. And um, I just think that is so cool, just how that just all played out. Like. Um, a lot of this stuff, like, I would have never put together if not talking to Pastor Greg, if not having these discussions, if not diving deeper, if not reading again and again, because there's so much revelation, there's so much stuff to come out of discussion, so much stuff to come out of um, just, like, um, going over the word over and over again. So, um, let me, so I chose the, um, the story that was in Matthew, there, it's in a few of the Gospels, but I just really liked the way this one was worded. So it says, uh, just, uh, just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if only I touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter. He said, your faith has healed you. And that woman was healed at that moment. And that's Matthew 9, verse 20 through 22. And you know, when this was taking place, Jesus was on his way to go, like, raise another girl from the dead, which that is honestly a whole nother amazing story. And um, there's so much there too, but I thought we could just focus on the part where the woman touches his cloak. And, you know, this verse, um, it describes her reaching up and touching the edge of his cloak. And that cloak in Hebrew is called Talit. I think that's how you say it. Um, hold on. I have another, yeah, here we go. You can see the little, um, there's a little picture of what it actually would have probably looked like when Jesus was wearing it. And um, so the prayer shawl, the prayer cloak is called a tallet. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> um, and, you know, where he touched was the edge of his garment. And you can sort of see where it's pointing to the edge of his garment. And that's called the tanaf. I think that's how you say it. Um, 
And interestingly enough, this Bible story and this verse connects so much prophecy. It connects so much of all these other, like, uh, scripture. And it literally pulls in, like, literally so many different parts of the Bible. Um, Even though Canaph means edge of garment, it also means wings. So when she touched the edge of his garment, when she reached out for healing, and when she took every ounce just for a slight touch, she was like symbolically touching his wings. And, and that's so important because there is so much prophecy and there's passage and there's scripture about how there is healing and safety and comfort under the wings of Jesus. And um, I, I was picking apart like and looking, I was looking through the Bible and trying to see what verses I wanted to use to like sort of just like bring that all together. Um, and I really liked Malachi uh, chapter 4 verse 2. Um, and it says, um, but unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Um, and that, that connects like everything together. The reason she had healing, the why behind why she had healing and how it actually happened was because of the fact that there is healing in Jesus' wings. There's healing in the edge of his, his garment and there's so much power and just that slight touch, that slight touch healed her. And, um, and I think it's also important to remember the fact that Jesus took that time, like on his, he was already on his way doing something, but he stopped and he said, um, your faith has healed you. And she, he stopped. He stopped and just took that moment because that little ounce of faith, that little ounce of faith that took to just reach out um, when she was at her lowest, when she was so sick, like, that, that's all it took. That's all it took because he wanted to help her. And just that moment, that moment, that's all it took for her to heal. And, um, you know, like I was saying before, Malachi um, chapter 4, verse 2 you know, it's prophecy fulfilled. It's the com- like the coming of Jesus. It fulfills this prophecy that, that was said in Malachi 4 too. And um, it's, just, uh, it's just proof yet again of the power in Jesus. It's proof yet again that there's healing in the name of Jesus. And, um, and then another one of the verses that I really liked was also symbolized the healing in his wings, the comfort in his wings, the, the power um, in the wings and um, in like the arms of Jesus, um, it's Psalms um, 36, uh, verse 7, and it says, How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. And once again, like it, it, it discusses the power that's in his wings. Like we are safe in his wings. And, and this woman at that time when she was at her lowest, she was safe in his wings and she was healed instantly just with that little bit of faith once again to reach out. And I feel like a lot of times I can hear I can hear sermons and I can hear things, but I have a hard time applying them like to my life. Um, but so, but now it's like the how, like how does this go into practice into our life? How does this pertain to our life? So, this question really summarizes it all. Let's see if I can. Are you desperate for God? Are you desperately reaching out for Him? Are you desperately? doing everything to seek him constantly because I feel like that is such 
it's, it's hard to do. It really is hard to do. Like, it's hard to get motivated to be with Jesus and spend time with him because it's not easy. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it's the best thing to do. And I feel like the best way to, like, overcome this and overcome the feeling of, like, not wanting to spend time with him is is surrounding yourself, surrounding yourself with the people in the kingdom, surrounding yourself with people who are going to be spirit-filled, and just, like, learning from them, because, um, you know, it's contagious. It's contagious to want to seek God. It's contagious to want to um, just be in his presence constantly and be desperate for a touch. And that's just like this woman is. It just, it comes together. We need to start being desperate for that touch, because that woman was desperate for healing. She was desperate for like that she that was her last hope and I feel like sometimes we need to realize that we don't need to search anywhere else we don't need to keep looking everywhere else we he's right there he's right in front of us he's ready he's ready to give us healing he's ready for that you know teacher leave all we just need to be desperate we need to be desperate um and that was the biggest thing that kept coming to me be desperate and so it, it, it is really hard to do. Um, and um, the best example I have of this is, you know, at youth group, at camp, um, I see, you know, people who have never really known Jesus or never really even met him or um, had a further relationship with him. And I see them just like reaching out, just on their knees at camp, giving everything to God, giving their last hope last bit of everything when they feel like there's nothing left there's Jesus and that's what they keep reaching towards that's what they're desperate for and I see this in the youth and it just like it makes me so happy to see all these people just learning that like God is there and God is ready for he God is ready to do all this in their lives because they were desperate and I feel like another example is um like Pastor was saying I've been blessed to be part of a bible study um, with a bunch of girls from our church and just like just friends um, and it really has been an eye-opening experience for me um, you know last year a lot of these girls first came in not really knowing who Jesus was not not really they knew who he was but their relationship wasn't that step up and I feel like I have seen these it makes me like so emotional thinking about it like these are like my like girls and um, they you know, they didn't really know him, and I, I just saw them, like, seeing, like, what God has and seeing how much he loves them, and they became desperate. They became desperate for that touch, and that has been one of the, like, most beautiful things in my life to see their story start to unfold with God at the center, and I just think that, like, taking an example from these girls who are still, like, in this, like, childlike phase, they're childlike, they have all of this, and I see, like, their story unfold, and I'm like, this is what we need to be doing. This is exactly what we need to be doing. We need to be desperate for Jesus. We need to be so desperate that there is no other option. He is the only option. He is the best way and the only way. And, and you know, I think it can be extremely uncomfortable at times because it's not the social norm. It's not the social norm. Like, it's, it's in our society today, it's, it's, not, it's not a good thing to be desperate. But I feel like we need to break the, um, the thought, the idea that it's not good. Because God wants us to be desperate. He wants us to be there. He wants us to be constantly seeking him. And I just think it's so important to remember that, that, that you know, 
the world is going to tell us that that's not okay and it's not a good thing, but it is. We need to be desperate for Jesus. We need to be on our knees. We need to be praying over each other. We need to be doing kingdom work and desperate for him. And, you know, like we were talking about before, the best way to be desperate is to be desperate together, to be desperate, to be desperate in church. And I just feel like that is so, so important to remember. Um, and that is a calling we all have on each and every one of our lives. Um, and another passage that I had here um, is this. It says, you, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary um, and beheld your power and glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. And that's Psalm 63, uh, verses 1 through 4. This is a call for being desperate. This is a call um, for seeking God because God is good and God's plans are better. And, you know, you may have plans set up, but God's are better. Um, fall into, have your life fall into according to his will because that is how it should be. And his love is better than anything he can give, than anything this world can give you. And I feel like we have to create this mindset shift where, God is at the center. God is there. God, it, it's God. That's it. Like, end of story. It's God. And I feel like as we dive deeper, as we keep being more desperate and desperate for him, like, it's going to be uncomfortable. But there is so much healing, and there is so much love, and there is so much peace in his arms and his wings. Um, and so I feel like it's a huge call just to be desperate for him. And, um, like, and, you know, I also think it's easy to be desperate at first. When we first meet Jesus, it's so, like, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. And it's easy to fall out of that. It's, it's so easy to fall out of that. But we need to not only take that first leap, but we need to keep reaching. We need to keep being desperate. We need to keep being there because God has so much in store for you. God has so many plans, but we need to be desperate for him. Um, you know, and I feel like we need to be like this woman. We need to be, be like at our last point and just reaching for him because he has so much. He can give us so much. And this woman was healed. And, this, and Jesus stopped and took the time out of his day because he loved her. And he said, by your faith, you are healed. By your faith, you are healed. And as we go with that, as we, as we hear that, like that faith, we need to start using that faith and just being desperate for a touch. And don't stop. Don't look back. Just keep going. Keep, keep, keep seeking him because there is always more. And he, he wants so much more. And um, one of the best things that as I was uh, going through this, me and my dad were talking and my dad was helping me with this. And, and he said, and one of the things he said was whatever he touches is made alive, valuable, redeemed, and made whole in the name of Jesus. And that touch she had, she was made alive, valuable, redeemed, and made whole in the name of Jesus. And that's what, that's what Jesus did for her. That little touch, that ever so slightly reach, that healed her. And I just, I think that is so, so important to remember. And so, so important to intertwine into our lives today because 
Because this story right here in Matthew, this story in the Gospels, just is the basis and is the starting point for how we can be desperate for God and how we can be desperate for that healing that he is so ready to give us, how and how we have to tap it under the wings of Jesus. And this all connects, it, everything connects together, and I feel like it's a calling we all have on our lives. Um, so don't ever be afraid to be desperate. Don't ever be afraid to be desperate at all because that is a calling we have. Um, I'm just okay, I think that's the end of my PowerPoint. But yeah, um, I think as we like see everybody come together, like the youth coming together, Amos Band, the youth coming together to help, and we have amazing leaders, Pastor Greg, and a bunch of all of our other amazing, amazing youth, youth leaders. Um, and I think we are so blessed to have them because those, that's our example. For us kids, that's our example, to see them being desperate for God, to see them being seeking God constantly. And I feel like as we take that into our example, and as we see everybody in this church being desperate for him during worship and during prayer, like, that's our example. And that is what we need to start doing constantly. So I want to thank Pastor Greg, and I want to thank the youth leaders, because we have some of the best youth leaders ever. And um, oh, it, makes me so, it makes me so, like, emotional, because, like, they have so much change. They have changed every single kid who walks into that door. They have changed the lives of everybody by their example of being desperate for God. So I just wanted to thank them. And, um, I know they work so hard for all of us, and I just want to thank them for that. Oh, but thank you so much for having me. <laughs>